everybody. You are listening to Nerdy 430, where me and my co-host Kevin Bauer talk about the latest movies, television show, nerd culture stuff. Just have a good time chatting every week. Kevin, unfortunately, is not here. He wasn't allowed to come. I didn't let him on here because I wanted to talk Mayor of East Town, and he hasn't watched it yet. Kevin, get your ass home. Turn on HBO and churn out this drama. It's a dream. I loved it. I had such a good time. We talk about a lot of crappy stuff on this show, on this podcast. And I just want, I wanted to enjoy something good, something delicious, something awesome. And who better to enjoy that with than my special guest this week, returning champion, Mike Breen. Mike, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Tim. I was so excited about this show. You actually got me into this show. We were texting about it. You just said you you said mayor of Easttown, I quote you, is a banger. Yeah, I think that's what I said. Banger is such a strong endorsement. When somebody says something is a banger, you can't just blow. You have to investigate. So I jumped in headfirst, churned out like I, I watched like six episodes, like back to back to back and was absolutely livid that it wasn't over yet. I was. And then the next episode was like the next day. So I had to wait. A day. I was furious. I had to wait a day. I don't know. I love this. I thought it was so good. Breen, what are your thoughts? Mayor of Easttown. I had a great time. It felt like an old HBO show. It restored my faith in the genre of we got to find this dead kid. Um, <laughs> it was it was great. I uh, I loved it. I loved every actor in it. I just had a great time. I had some wild theories after every single episode and I enjoyed playing detective. And, you know, I still think I'm right on a lot of those theories, though. They were never <laughs> proven correct. Yeah. What, so do you have any theories off the dome right now that you thought were that you still believe in now, knowing what we know that the show's wrapped up? I think, see, there's your first mistake. You said now that the show's wrapped up, they got you right where they want you. Season two. <laughs> season two is going to be all about finding the real killer. who <laughs> okay. I already know. What do we know about the show? It's that people admit to the murder and they didn't even do it. Like, it's never the person you think it is. Season two is going to be about the same murder, but we know who did it. I know who did it. Siobhan. <laughs> Siobhan. Siobhan. A name that I love to hear, but never remember it. And reading it does not help. The spelling oh. on Siobhan. Siobhan? Siobhan? I can't even. It's S-I-O-B-H-A. Who puts a B and an H together in a human being's name? It's I mean, wild. Yeah, I imagine that's probably like Indian, a B and an H together, but Irish people using Siobhan. <laughs> I, was say, I don't I know. I only know white girls with, with Siobhan. <laughs> <laughs> that might be an Indian name that was appropriated real quick. It'll be uh, it'll be the Liam of of our generation. I'm telling you, I'm gonna She's, I'm just gonna name something Siobhan. <laughs> She's even got a ridiculous first name in real life. How do you say her first name? Angori and Angori and A-N-G-O-U-R-I-E. She is Gore in the middle of her name. That's it's actually even, oh no, Gore is G-O-R-E. That's actually pronounced Siobhan too. <laughs> you could show me any name and say it was pronounced Siobhan and I would believe you. 
Siobhan, Siobhan, <laughs> I don't, it's, it's wild. Uh, I really did think Siobhan did it for a long time. And I had a lot of what I thought were good theories. She is missing for a long time, like the night after. And we don't really know why. I thought there was going to be something like some reveal that she like hadn't come out to her family yet was like mm-hmm. the only justification I could think of for why she's missing for such long periods of time, like the night of the murder. Cause she like is hooking up with some, some girl. I guess she has a girlfriend. That's a whole plot. She's a low down dirty dog. Siobhan. She's, <laughs> a, she's out there trying to get her kisses in wherever she can. Yeah. I mean, they assassinate her character pretty quickly, which makes me yeah. think they want us to think she did it. She's the first one at the, there's going to be some spoilers, believe it or not. First spoiler Siobhan did it. She's the first one trying to get that girl. She's trying to get Aaron out of the party. We don't really know why it's supposedly to protect her. I put up air quotes there, people. She was getting assaulted and she offered her a ride. Yeah, I don't know about that. A ride to where? To her, an early grave. Six feet under the ground, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like they, they set it up in this way where like they talk about how the men in Mare's family had personality disorders and I was like, Oh, they're talking about the men, but not the women, because Siobhan has this, too. And it's why we can spend so much time with her as a normal person and then later find out that she is the killer. Why is she the killer? Because (laughs) her dad was hooking up with Aaron. That was a storyline they threw out there at the end of episode one and the beginning of episode two and then just dropped very quickly. I don't think that's over. Remember that storyline for season two. <laughs> that's coming back because Siobhan was very angry about that. It tore her family apart and she really loves her dad and she blamed the teenager Aaron because serial killers, they always blame the woman. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Yeah, there are usually men and they're usually killing a woman uh, because they blame them for something that may or may not have been their fault. Okay, so Chiffon was one of them. Was there anybody else that stood out to you as like, oh, this person, they're definitely setting this person up to be the killer. I was, I got to tell you, I I was very worried when they started exploring the like priest angle and they're like, oh, well, the priest was the last person to see her. And I'm like, my fuck, if the priest fucking did this, I'm going to be so goddamn mad. We can't just have another like killer pedo priest like story out there it was just it just it just rubbed me as so unoriginal and like so lame for the priest to have done it but they were really go they really teased that hard yeah for a long time and i mean they gave us a priest with a record too yeah which is smart do we did we ever figure out what he did exactly no we don't know he was accused of being inappropriate with a girl second degree diddling or something I think he got second degree. I think that's when you only use two fingers and (laughs) (laughs) second degree. (laughs) uh, Cancel my ass because I loved that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, I but he yeah, there's accusations and we don't get any real answers as far as the accusations are concerned. So he could still be a dealer. One of the things that is very (laughs) interesting to me (laughs) about this show in general and what really makes it work for me is like first off you meet a thousand characters 
there's a hundred. I was texting you during the first episode, like, you know what? Halfway through, I'm like, you know what? I'm worried. We've only met 75 characters so far, and I'm worried that's not enough. You meet <laughs> so many, so many characters, and every single character knows every other character, and each character is fucked up in some way. And it's like, that sounds super simple. But it's a lot of juggling to do, and it just makes a compelling story. Like it, just that is enough, I think, to have a compelling show. And that's something that like not a lot of shows do, right? I I think the show works well without a murder. Mm-hmm. To me, putting a murder in it was excessive. It was unnecessary. Yeah, everybody has <laughs> enough shit going on already. This is like a good Mark Duplass movie without the murderers. <laughs> The murder, the murder is gratuitous and unnecessary in this. There's, there's more than enough meat on that bone. Really, it's like, you know, just a peaceful. Ta- I guess they just needed something to get people to like really dig into the other people's shit, right? Because yeah. otherwise, it's like a, I don't know, like a Grey's Anatomy or a Desperate Housewives or something where it's just like, oh yeah, well this is just what it is. Everybody's a mess. But they needed something to like start the the wheels turning with like investigating stuff and 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 looking into all these people and other like skeptical stuff who did you have any other theories and like who might have done it i know we know chiffon did it like obviously yeah, that's what yeah. happened we'll move on from chiffon doing it how long did you think that uh dylan the baby's the baby daddy did it because <laughs> there was a period of time it. where i thought they definitely teased that he did it I never thought he did it. I um sometimes you look into a character's eyes and you know. You know he's a good guy. And for me, I was like he's he comes off a bit harsh. Um but I don't think it was him. But after he got shot and survived, I was like maybe him. Maybe him now that they've got us feeling bad for him. I the whole angle at the end with him and the other like kids like finding the diary and like covering all this stuff i just thought there was like so much going on that i'm like why is this kid involved in all this stuff he seemed sketchy the whole time i didn't think he ever did it but i feel like he probably knew who did and was probably aware of everything yeah that actor i, I want to talk talk some actors that actor yeah. i really liked in this show the society on netflix i don't know if you ever watched that no. but it's like all these kids it's like uh I whatever all the parents disappear dylan and, yeah, the Dylan kid. And in that show, he was like played like a very like kind of like simple and sweet dude who was like coming out like one of the like a big guy, but just like a real gentle soul. And it was just very fun, very jarring to see him be like a real like dirtbag in this, at least in the beginning. It's like, oh, my God, it's so jarring to see this guy that I associate with just loving this this actor, or this character and seeing him be a scumbag. It's it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, the, the guy can play more than one role and we know that for sure. Now (laughs) we didn't before we weren't sure. Now we know. Now we (laughs) know. That's the first thing I ask myself. Anytime I see an actor is, can they do anything else? Do they have anything (laughs) else going on? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I thought it was Lori at the end when they realized when they pointed out that it was, um, what's Lori's husband's name? Uh, Kevin, is it Frank? No, Frank. Oh, it was like Jonathan or something. I mean, who cares? Honestly, it was yeah. Oh, it was John. It was John. 
Yeah, I thought I, it was John. I, I then thought, oh, Lori Big did Beard. It, it was and Beard. John's, yeah. Yes. But when Big Beard did it, I was like, no, there's going to be another layer to this, but I did not think it was the spoiler alert kids. Do you say, do you ever say what the show's about when you do these? Because no, I feel like never. we just jumped into stuff and it's like, <laughs> if you haven't seen this, I mean, you, you shouldn't be listening if you haven't seen this anyway, but... Um, <laughs> I, I think we, Kevin likes to do a no little context. recap. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin likes to do a little recap, but I, I'm like, why are you even listening to this podcast? If you haven't seen it, like what, a, like go, go watch it, go watch it. And if you've watched it, then you don't need a recap. You've watched it. So we're good. I do love the lack of structure here. It really feels like <laughs> two guys sitting in a living room who are kind of like <laughs> waiting to go to bed, just kind of <laughs> talking it out. While they brush their teeth. We'll get into some categories in a second. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. There were things I wanted to ask you about after the last, after the second to last episode, you and I were texting. Neither of us called the kid doing it. We should, we should address no. that kid. Kid does it. I had no clue, but at the same time, when it, when it was happened, I was like, Oh, duh. Of course, of course it is. And you like, And that's the sign of a really good TV show where like they are telegraphing that there's something weird about this person, but there's too much other shit going on to even take a second to deal with it. Like the kid was so creepy. We should have thought that immediately. And you never do. You never think, oh, it's the creepy little kid. You think, when is he going to get off screen? Get him out of here. He's bothering me. (laughs) You think this guy's a weirdo. This guy's got something. You're like, I don't know. We have all these people with like weird mental issues in this. Like maybe he's just another kid with needs or something like that. I mean, his his sister in this has Down syndrome, I guess. Yes. Which I saw listed in (laughs) it's like a character description. It like kind of plays into the story. But I guess that's there to imply that maybe he could have another kind of mental I don't know they're just kind of they kind of set it up that this is a weird kid and that his dad has asked him to keep secrets from his mom and that's the whole justification for his behavior but looking back it's like oh yeah okay this guy is creeping the whole time he's definitely hiding stuff he's so uncomfortable the whole time the last episode I thought did a really interesting job going back to what we were talking about like how it's not about the murder they like Mm -hmm. solve the murder (laughs) in like the first 10 minutes of the episode and then they spend like half an hour just hanging out with mayor and like tying up all these other storylines. It made me think I'm like, okay, well there's no way this is the end of the murder, Mm -hmm. right? There's, there's another thing coming, but there's a good long gap between like, okay, we wrapped the fake out. Like they do a fake out, but the fake out's long. I feel like it it went on forever. And it made me think like, yeah, we don't need the, the, it's not about the murder. It's about this woman. It's about Kate Winslet fucking going off, putting up a triple double in overtime, uh, just crushing it. And it's like, that's what it's about. And then we, then we bring it home with the kid murder, which is very fun. It was, yeah, the the solving of the crime in the first 10 minutes was jarring because you look at how much time's left. And I even said to Haley, like, no way we're taking a 50 minute victory lap here. Right. There's no way. And uh, but, they but did it's a 35 like a 20, minute victory. Yeah, it was a really <laughs> long one. And you know what? Good for them. They kept me. They kept me on my toes. You're a big fan of The Office, right? Mm-hmm. I know you love The Office. Is David Dedman, a.k.a. Roy from The Office, is he a good actor? 
because this this cast, I would say, is is stacked, not like star power stacked. But in my mind, if, if to be a good actor, it's like you just have to say the lines that are scripted in a way that makes it seem like they're not scripted. Right. And an excellent actor takes that to the next level by they say these lines that are scripted like they're not scripted. And then they make you feel something when they say them. And this whole cast is filled with people who say these lines and it doesn't feel scripted. And there it's a bunch of natural people. And I don't know if it's because I know this guy from the office, but he has zero chemistry with Kate Winslet. And I just I can't tell if he's a good I like him, but he stood out to me as like a weak spot, like especially their relationship and chemistry. It just it stood out to me as being awkward. Yeah, I don't I didn't see it, but. But you're not the first person to say that to me, that he (laughs) wasn't holding his own in this. And I'm not kidding, Uh, but I didn't notice it. I didn't register it. And I was kind of just like my main thought was like, oh, this is Roy. And he kind of looks better, a little fatter with the beard. (laughs) Yeah, he looks great. But I just the chemistry between Kate Winslet, who is absolutely amazing. She has, I would say, awesome chemistry with Evan Peters, who is also crushing it. I love Evan Peters. What do you know Evan Peters from? Because you were talking up Evan Peters and you have not seen American Horror Story. So like, have not how seen do you even know a single episode? Is? The movies that I'm thinking of, I don't know the names of. So you're just going to have to <laughs> believe me right now. He's in this like half documentary, half fiction library heist movie. Have you seen this? What? Oh, it's like called I know animals what you're talking. or something oh, like, like animals, that. like night animals or something nocturnal. I don't know what it is. We're not going to remember it. Uh, no, <laughs> but he's in, no. He's yeah. I know exactly I what you're talking about. A lot. Yeah, he's awesome. And she uh, has great chemistry, I think, with Guy Pierce. Oh, yeah. And I think they're pals in real life. I believe it. That It seems like she's very good pals. With, and then the mom, too. She she gets along. Is Kate Winslet just the greatest actor of all time? Have I just been sleeping on Kate Winslet? I feel like I've never seen anything else with Kate Winslet in it. I mean, Titanic. <laughs> the list goes on. <laughs> that little movie called Titanic. I've never seen Titanic. I don't know what else. I feel like I've seen Kate Winslet and other stuff, but it just didn't register for me. And this is like a tour de force. She is amazing. She's amazing in this. Yeah, she's she's awesome. I'm. I'm distracted now because I also can't think of what the fuck Kate Winslet is in. The holiday is the only thing I remember her from where she, <laughs> she's <laughs> Jack Black. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Gene Smart. Great, too. Has a hell of a run in Frasier that I mean, to me, it goes Frasier, Niles, Gene Smart and Frasier. For like the three big stars of that show. She's, she's in, only in like she's four in, episodes, but she's really good. Frazier? That's oh, yeah. wild. This is going to be a dumb question. I know you hate this question. Is Kate Winslet hot? Why do you know I hate that question? I just, I feel like you you don't like talking about whether or not people is hot. And I think it's so interesting because <laughs> she has, she has something where she's like beautiful, but like captive, like she's. There's something about her that's amazing. Like, I wouldn't say it's hot, but like she's playing a lady basketball player in this, a a woman's basketball player. And that seems to fit. But that's not something we would (laughs) necessarily like. Like hotness isn't something we we're just stereotyping here. That's not like a trope of women's basketball players are all super hot. You know, like I don't. But she's super convincing is that obviously she's like older or whatever. But she's like, 
I don't know. I don't know what it is about her. I like really I'm like, can't figure her out. She's so convincing as this like townie, but is also gorgeous and everyone's hidden on her. And I don't know. She is an A-list movie star whose career has spanned 40 years. If you're asking if she's hot or not. Yes, that's a that is a <laughs> given. The fact that you think in your mind you're having a real argument or conversation in your head is so funny. I think that but there's different levels of a there's different things about attractiveness, right? Is like, I don't know, some girl is can be hot and other girls are beautiful and other girls are cute and like everybody is like there's different things of like guys like I don't know, Guy Pierce is handsome. Is Evan Evan P- Peters is like Good looking, I guess, but I wouldn't necessarily describe him as hands. You, you know, I, I, you're, I just, you're talking about like conventionally attractive. And I th- and I think, yes, she is. Evan Peters, maybe Guy Pierce. Yeah, he's like he just fits the bill for a conventional Hollywood dude. Chiseled man jaw. <laughs> yeah. Like kicking butt. She's just I, I don't know. There's something something wild about her. How? Is she a good cop? Is she a good detective? Yes, she's a good cop and a troubled person. How is she a good cop? I mean, she did plant evidence on somebody. (laughs) I mean, it's not great, but you are. Nobody is a single moment in their life. Yes, I'm. I guess I was wondering, like, this is a small town. There aren't a lot of homicides. She's like a detective. She's like a homicide detective. So, what's she investigating? Like, what is she doing the the rest of the time? How many homicides has she solved? How does she? How is she good at solving a case or interviewing people? Because she seems to be very good at like interviewing. She's very blunt. Which is very fun, like the contrast between her and Evan Peters. Evan Peters, I was kind of like, why is Evan Peters here? And it's really just for him to react to the way that Kate Winslet treats everybody else. Yeah, and then <laughs> right. reveal that he's a garbage detective. Yeah, like he's that a trash detective. Somehow she's a great detective and she's like earned his respect. But like, why would a small town person be a good? De- why would she be a good detective? I mean, I think that's just crazy condescending to people who live in small towns but that's another conversation no she's a dirty hick from a small <laughs> stain on the map <laughs> mike where i'm only saying it's from a lack of experience right if you're a firefighter in a town that's never had a fire i can compare you to <laughs> yes. to a town that's burning yeah. down every other day right if this yeah. is like if there's been two murders in this town as far as we know we don't know about her solving any other cases like how is she so good at investigating this stuff and i wonder like i wonder if she is she is like i think it's her her obsession with it right yeah it's just that she and they kind of hint to that a few times like and this is a bad message to send, which is if you're obsessed with something enough, you will be good at it because <laughs> That's what I was thinking. we we know, especially being in comedy, that is not the case. <laughs> That's very true. That's kind of what I was what I was going for. Let's do let's do some categories, Breen. Already touched on a lot of different stuff. Great. When did you know? I, I didn't watch the trailer or anything like that. I didn't see any trailers for this. I didn't really know too much going in. When did you know that Aaron was going to be the girl that died? Oh, 10 minutes in. <laughs> Not kidding. Not kidding. I was like, she's toast. 
Her because her life was so bad and there was no signs of it getting yes. any better. She had like the least connection to Mar that we'd seen up to that point. And I was like, okay, it's her. I did feel like, yeah, pretty quickly I knew it was her. I was also gonna say instantly. And she was she just so sad, so pathetic, so separate from every other character, because so far we've seen every other character is like connected in some way. And she seems very she just seems so separate and lonely and like so utterly miserable in comparison <laughs> to these other people who are just like regular miserable. There's something so pathetic about microwavable macaroni and cheese. It's a dead <laughs> like, giveaway for getting murdered. It's like just a cliche. You see it in a movie. You're microwaving mac and cheese. She's going to die. Might as well be a virgin. <laughs> oh, no. The virgin survived. Might as well be doing Sorry. drugs at summer yeah. camp. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be sneaking off in the woods with her boyfriend because that girl, he's a goner. He's Something about her taking the something about like the frozen, like it's a frozen mac and it's like in a dinner tray. So this is like a frozen mac and cheese that you microwave, and then the act of scooping using a plastic utensil to scoop it out onto a paper plate that immediately sags under the weight of like the wet mac and cheese. I don't know why it just it's like boiling hot dogs or something. It's like oh, this is just like a sad thing to be doing. There's no way to be happy <laughs> in doing this at the same time. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was Ugh. she was not singing a Bruno Mars song while she was doing that. <laughs> she was just staring at the mac and cheese. <laughs> and then she burns her dad's tongue and then he burns his tongue and his reaction to that is so absolutely wild. <laughs> I mean, oh the dude God. has never seen a microwave before. It came out of the microwave and his immediate reaction was to slam it in his mouth <laughs> and then blame somebody else for it. Oh, she was oh. dead from the first five <laughs> seconds on camera. <laughs> I got one for you. When did you know Guy Pierce's character was added to the script after it was already done? <laughs> I didn't have that thought until you said it right now, but it makes absolutely it's 100 percent what happened. 100 percent. He was added in after the fact. He doesn't interact with anybody else in the town, really. He he comes and he goes in the end, just just passes by in the night, really. And he doesn't affect anything. Yeah, he was added in like in post. They're like, we need some extra scenes. Like, what, what's that thing when they go back and film extra scenes? You know, when they they crop out Henry Cavill's like mustache or whatever it is. <laughs> like, they're like, all we have to do is bring we bring back Mare, we bring back her mom for a couple of scenes, take a whole day. We we shot like all of his scenes were shot in like a day or two. Definitely. It is, and they're but they're like events. He go they go out. It's a lot of like they're eating out. There's like lots of extras, so it's not yeah. like a cheap addition. No. No, not at all. Does it work without him? Yes, of course it does. <laughs> he doesn't. Um, you think it works I mean, better without him? Oh, that's a good question. Probably not. I like their scenes together. Actually, I hate when he talks about his book. And the way he talks about writing is really bizarre because a writer had to write those lines about writing. And it just sounds like the way a five-year-old would talk about it. When he's like, only had one good book in me. Nobody... Nobody operates that way or believes that's how it works. 
Right. You always put out a second crappy book as like a cash grab at the very least. You, you gotta grab the cash. Like your whole job is to write is to write. So what you just you're just done. Then what else do you do? You're just what is your day? What is your day, Guy Pierce? How do you live? You're not getting haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very true. What and and this book, there's like a big party for him and his book, which I was understanding to be like, I th- I was under the impression he wrote this book like 20 years ago. <laughs> Am I crazy? Yeah. <laughs> like, why are they still talking about this book? Yeah, that part made no sense. They just needed his character to, I don't, I don't know, to be a guy who wrote a book. I mean, he was an afterthought. He could write a, why can't it be a series? Why can't he be like a John Clancy or like like Baldwin or whatever? What's the guy, the guy with like the airport books where it's all like numbers on the front and like murder mysteries or something like I'm sure that's been done is like an author talking to uh, who writes like detective stories, dating a detective or something like that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that feels obvious. That feels like something they could have should have done. And she kind of feels used by that process. I mean, sure. Yeah, too. I mean, hopefully he writes the story about how Siobhan did it. You're all about the season two. I can't wait to get to reckless speculation. Uh, <laughs> Breen beefs. I got a beefs. Two beefs that stood out to me. We've talked about stuff already. Rolling Rock, really? That's the. I mean, <laughs> that's they the were, beer they're going with. They really wanted us to know that they were in Pennsylvania, and they just really kept hitting us over the head with the Rolling Rock. I've had Rolling Rock. I've had some great nights with Rolling the Rock, but it's like, okay, (laughs) I get it. The other beef I had, I don't know if it was even a beef as much as it definitely like stood out to me was I don't think a single character in this tells another character that they love them. That's a that's the sweetest beef I've ever heard. (laughs) It's just everyone in this show is related Everyone in this show is going through like a really, really like tough stuff. Everyone is like long term friends. You've been together a long time and I could be wrong, but I don't think anyone ever says that they love another person on the show. They just don't. I think you're right. I think I think we have to go back and rewatch the whole series. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Breen, beefs. Do you got any beefs? Yeah. Things you didn't like. I didn't like that Carrie, the mother of Kate Winslet's granddaughter, grandson, mm-hmm. um, is Kevin Bacon's daughter. I don't like when really rich people <gasps> are playing drug addicts, I've decided. That feels like some kind of fun, like, poor porn for them. And it's constant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Sosie just, Bacon. Sosie. Her yeah. name's So S O S I E. I've just got I've got if you can't tell I've got the cast list pulled up on uh <laughs> <laughs> on Google. Sosie, Sosie, another name that I can't uh can't say or read, but I will name something after it. It's uh you are 100% right. That's a very accurate statement that like playing a drug dealer is like fake edgy. Yes. Right? Yeah, and it's it's like so I, I know how actors can talk about things sometimes. And yeah, I'm calling out all actors right now. And Whoa. I am wildly speculating here a little early before the next question that she really loved playing that role. And I don't like that. 
why do you think they gravitate towards that role? It seems fake edgy to me. It's it seems like the kind of thing of like when you go to an open mic and people are just being like as blue as they possibly can. Right. They're just like, OK, I need, I'm trying to be funny. I'll just go for like the shock factor. And it seems like how do I show that I'm like a real artist? It's like, oh, I know I'm on drugs. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like street cred among your other out of touch rich friends. Like she must be good. She's. Yeah. And I, who knows? <laughs> I mean, she seems like a nice girl. I have, I have no clue, but you wanted a beef and I, I took a molehill <laughs> and I made it a mountain. And now and that's what we're doing with beefs. Millions of listeners are going to just roast my ass on Twitter for this. Honestly, it's very refreshing that there's so few beefs for this. I, I really <laughs> like this show a lot. Thieves who, who or what stole the show for you? Breen, you got any thieves? So I just discovered Julianne Nicholson. Julianne Nicholson, who plays Lori. Yes. Because she's in. I'm also watching The Good Wife right now. That's a good show. You should really watch that. She's in that, too. And I saw her in that for the first time a couple weeks ago. And I saw her in this and I was like, she's great. She's got range, too. In The Good Wife, she's a really, a really high profile lawyer. In this, she's just summing around. If she is a rich kid or, or the kid of actors, I'm going to be really upset. I'm taking back everything I said if I later find that out. But for now, she gets a pass. <laughs> Breen, you're in L.A. You should know that every actor is the son or daughter of another actor. That is how this this stuff works. They're at least they're at least they at least come from money, right? Probably. You show me an actor, I'll show you someone with rich parents. (laughs) You do say that. You can quote me on that. And she is awesome. And honestly, there's so many good actors in this. And she really stood out to me. She's got like a great look. She's she's a babe. So good. So I mean, she's great. She's so talented. She's got a great look. She's what got a great kind look. of creepy. Look at all these freckles. Talent I mean, just all the freckles. Did you just crawl out of? She's just her, she's just got such a great like freckly face. And she reminds me of somebody that I don't I know I've never seen her before, but she reminds me of something. A, a warm summer day, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> My thief is our already talking about thieves. Kate Winslet steal it's kate winslet's she's the show she's the whole show i don't know what other actor is there another actor that you would have liked to see play mayor or play instead of kate winslet because i had no idea kate winslet could do this or i don't think i've ever thought about kate winslet before (laughs) (laughs) like who else could do this um yeah i know she's pretty perfect but like another actor i'd like to see do it like would be crazy if Robert Downey Jr. did this role. <laughs> Just like played a woman. Okay. Like I, I'd watch that. that yeah. Nuts. He's um he's already done blackface. It's time for him to um Do I'm sure he's cross dressed in a movie too. He's definitely done that. Who am I kidding? It's not called <laughs> woman face. It's a women face? He's done yeah. girl face before. Oh girl face. Um Thieves, Kate Winslet, everybody being family. That's great. Uh let's wrap it up on this, Breen reckless speculation you've been peppering in throughout and what do you think is going to happen in season two my question for you recklessly speculating is there going to be a season two and what is that going to look like yeah i think there is going to be a season two 
and it's going to open with like the new world where everything's great and everybody's kind of happy. And then Kate Winslet's going to get a knock at the door and it's going to be Evan Peters character. And he's going to be like, (laughs) I'm not dead. And I think Siobhan actually did it. And they're going to be, and it's going to be like a road trip season where they're traveling to California. I mean, that's what, 3,500 miles there. She's at Berkeley. They're in Eastern Pennsylvania. They're traveling to California on a road trip. They're really getting to know each other, have a good time. They get to Berkeley halfway through the season. Siobhan ain't at Berkeley. They have no clue where she is. She's flown the coop. She was last seen in Japan. Now they're traveling. This cl- the show's got a budget. They're going to be fine. Now they're traveling the world to find Siobhan. Where in the, the world murder. is Siobhan? And like, and then Kate Winslet's got to grapple with this. Do I lock up my daughter for the rest of my life? Do you know what mare means? M a r e. It's a small horse. Maybe it might be, but it's also another <laughs> word for mother. Oh. Oh, well, I don't like this show as much anymore. I'll be honest. That really bummed me out. That sucks. Fuck that. It's a pun. I don't like that. I thought a mare is like a, a female horse. I don't know what I, it's bullshit is what it is. Honestly, you just ruined this whole show for me. I'm being completely honest. So it's a great name, though. Mare is great. I like your pitch. It's like a reverse taken situation where the parent is hunting down their child to put them in the ground as opposed to saving them from it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it's like. I think that could be cool. My only flaw with that is then they leave the town. You got to keep it in the town. Uh, Well, this this one's called mayor of America. (laughs) Then mayor of the world mayor of the world. Yeah, it's that's they got two more seasons coming. Yeah, they do. And then (laughs) the sci fi season mayor of the Andromeda galaxy that season four is gonna be Mare of space. <laughs> Mare of space. <laughs> it's this is the next Fast and Furious franchise. Breen, thank you so much for joining me, man. This was so awesome. I love this show. You got me into it. I had a great time watching it, and I had a great time talking to you about it, bud. I had a great time. Thanks for having me, Tim. Anytime, bud. Uh, anything you want to plug while we're here? Um, I've been like really consistently making a smoothie in the morning. And I think it's been changing my days. So I'm going to say, guys, get into the smoothie game in the morning. I was juicing for a while and it was fine, but a smoothie, like that's a real meal. It's a nice way to start your day. It's simple, convenient. You're going to get a lot of the nutrients you need for the day. Um, I'm plugging smoothies. Very nice. Very cool. I'm also going to plug your show, Celino V Barnes, <laughs> going to the Bell House. Uh, when is it? August 8th? August it's a 1st Sunday? is the it's first a, one. It's a Sunday. August Interesting. 1st, 8th, 13th, and 20th? Uh, I don't know those dates after the 1st and the 8th. If you're in Brooklyn, check it out. It is uh, an awesome show. If Uh, you live in Queens, too, you're welcome to make the trip. I'm not expecting a bunch of you. It's too far. I'm saying if the G is running and like you're hearing like it's Sunday morning and people are like the G is cruising today. We should like, yeah, come, come. It's not going to be that bad. 
if the G's running and you got Uber money home, definitely worth the trip down to the Bell House, which is a great venue. It's a great show. Uh, the Selena and Barnes, it's based on these guys and, and these lawyers. They're real people. And uh, I don't know. It's super funny. We're going to have to talk about this sometime, but it's a great show. You should be talking about it, Breen. August. Check it out. Tickets are available now-ish, maybe. They're available now-ish on the Bell House website. That address is somewhere online if you Google Bell House New York. Beautiful. Of course, check out all of our other Mess Around Media podcasts. Breen, thanks again for coming out, bud. Thanks for having me, ma'am. Bye. Bye.